You are now listening to Real Matters of the Heart, the podcast, where we say life is all about chances and you can determine how many you take, but not how many you get. I'm your host, Joy. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode number 28, Lessons Unlearned Will Return. This is, again, another installment of The Morning Quickie, and today I'm going to be talking a little bit about what happens when you ignore some of the signs that show up in your life and how when you don't take heed, the lessons that you are meant to learn from those signs keep coming back until you do. So if you listen regularly, then you know that I'm coming off of just a difficult season in my life. And I don't say that over and over as a way to like harp on it or, you know, kind of dwell on the past. But I think it's important to acknowledge those seasons because, again, when you don't acknowledge them and you don't learn the lessons that they came to teach you, those hard-hitting lessons keep coming back and you keep finding yourself in a cycle of suffering. So I'm talking about it, again, not as a way to harp or dwell on the past, but as a way to continue to shine a light on the fact that you will recover, you will be fine, you will bounce back. We are resilient we are strong. We are built for this. All the things of life that are thrown at us, we are built for it. If we trust ourselves enough to do the work, right? So very, very difficult season of my life back in the spring, just a few months ago, where I just felt like I was being hit from every angle. My relationship ended. I was closing my business. Financially, I was struggling I was dealing with, you know, just identity crisis, if you will, because of everything that was happening all at once, just kind of questioning, you know, who I am and what I was here for and why it was all happening. Just a lot happening, coming down on me all at once. And during that time, what ultimately ended up happening was I began to dive deep into this work of kind of studying and examining emotions in general, but particularly my my emotions and what I was going through. So, you know, again, like I always say, nothing is for nothing. And so in order for me to know why I was going through what I was going through, I had to first identify what I was going through. What was I feeling? What was going on? Like what what could I name the things that I was experiencing, right? Because oftentimes we will feel what we feel, but because we don't want to deal with the issues, we won't even take the time to really identify even really what's going on. But if I believe that nothing is for nothing, that also means that even those negative emotions, the things that I experience as unfavorable or undesirable, those come to teach me something. Um, And so I wanted to know what those emotions were and what they were coming to teach me. So there are three things that I say we must do if we are going to evolve and grow from our experiences in life. The first one is to acknowledge. Step two is accept. And step three is address. So the first thing is I had to acknowledge my feelings. And so again, I had to be able to identify them and give them a name. And once I did that, I had to just sit with my feelings which I want to be clear, when I say sit with my feelings, I'm not saying sit in my feelings, two very different things. 
So when I'm saying I sit with my feelings, that means I don't try to run from them. I don't try to suppress them. I don't try to ignore them or minimize them. I just deal. I sit there and I ask myself questions about what I'm feeling. Why am I feeling this? What is it that I'm feeling? What's causing me to feel this way? Just really kind of sit with those emotions and and let them deal with me while I deal with them. Which is different from sitting in your emotions, which kind of feels like a pity party, like you're wallowing your, you know, in what you're feeling and kind of like letting it linger and kind of letting it stew and take over you. That's not what I'm saying. Do it all. Very, very big difference between sitting with your feelings and then sitting in your feelings. So when you're sitting with your feelings, you're not judging yourself. You're not um, being upset because oftentimes a thing will happen and then we will judge ourselves, right? We'll say like, I should have known better. I should have seen it coming. Or maybe I did see it coming and I ignored it. I turned to, you know, I turned the other cheek. And so we begin to be upset with ourselves about an already difficult thing that we're experiencing. So when you're sitting with your feelings, you want to make sure that you are being careful not to judge yourself for what you feel. You're just feeling what you feel. You're allowing yourself to go through that process, to have that experience. No judgment attached to it. That's just acknowledging what it is. The second step is acceptance. And this one I've broken down into two parts. The first part is, again, accepting what you feel without judgment. But the other part of that is accepting how those feelings are impacting how you show up in your life. So you have to accept responsibility for your sadness creating an environment where you don't perform well at work or your anger creating an environment where there's tension in your relationships or, you know, your fear creating an environment where you don't pursue your dreams. You have to accept responsibility for how what you feel is causing you to show up a certain way in your life and then what that is doing to your experiences in your relationships, in your career, in your life in general, right? So that's the two parts. The first part is um, accepting first, again, how you feel without judgment. But the second part is accepting how what you feel is causing you to show up in different areas of your life and creating certain circumstances and experiences. And then the last step is address. And that's really the part that is kind of, um, that's the part that is very specific, very individualized and particular to the person. And that's really the work that I do with my clients. The work that I do with my clients is really beginning to um, develop a game plan for how to change the narrative around what it is that they feel so that they can change their behavior and then ultimately change their experiences, right? And so it's kind of universal to be able to sit with your emotions and really acknowledge what you feel. That's a universal thing. And then it's really universal also to accept those feelings and accept how those feelings are causing you to show up in your life. But the part that becomes really tailor fit to each individual is what is the game plan for addressing these things now that I've become clear about what I feel and how it's impacting my life and I've accepted those things. What's my game plan? What's my first step towards dismantling these old stories about who I am and what I'm capable of 
and what I'm feeling and why I'm feeling it, why I'm going through it, why I'm experiencing it in this way, why I'm interpreting this experience as this thing that's causing me to feel whatever kind of way it's causing me to feel. That work that you're doing in that phase is very, very, very specific. And typically it stems from something that came from your childhood, right? It's something, some belief or some story that you developed when you were very young that now in your adult life no longer applies. And so when you're trying to fit your life into this box that you created when you were a child and it doesn't fit, it makes you uncomfortable because you've began to build your life around this framework and this situation that's not fitting into that framework is on some level telling you that you've been wrong. And that's really hard to accept, not because we have egos that don't allow us to be wrong, but because if I'm wrong about this, and this is such a huge part of how I measure or gauge or analyze my life, what does that mean about everything else? So if I have to question this, if I have to reevaluate this, I might have to question and reevaluate everything. And that is a very, very hard thing to do. So that's the work that I really dive in deep with my clients and do, and I support them in dismantling those old narratives and then rewriting a new narrative that's much more accurately reflective of who they are, what they want to do in the world. Um, so I think it's important to keep these three steps in mind because as we evolve and as we move through different seasons of our lives and we have these different experiences, every time these emotions come up, they're coming to teach us something. And so if we don't take the time to first acknowledge what it is that we feel, give it a name. I feel sad. I feel angry. I feel jealous. I feel shameful. I feel, you know, whatever it is that you feel, give it a name, identify that thing, acknowledge it. If you are not willing to acknowledge it, then you can't do anything to change it. So I I think it's so important to do that. And then, of course, the acceptance of it, again, not judging yourself for what it is that you feel. Um, Being okay with that, even if you feel like other people wouldn't feel that way or people are judging you for feeling that way or you didn't think that you would feel that way if and when this particular situation happened. And then it comes and you do, in fact, feel whatever way that you feel, whatever, however it's manifesting, whatever it is, get rid of those preconceived notions about what should be and just deal with and accept what is and also accept how what is is causing you to show up. So once you have identified that feeling, acknowledge that feeling, how is it impacting me and how I show up in the world? You have to also begin to accept responsibility for that, because if you don't, you're going to begin to taint and tarnish your relationships, personal, professional and platonic. And then the last piece is address mapping out your course for how you're going to walk away from some of the things that are creating experiences that are unfavorable for you. And then begin to create new stories and new circumstances and situations that much more accurately reflect the life that you want for yourself. So I hope this has been helpful as we are navigating our emotions, that we can begin to take control of them by not running from them, by accepting responsibility for them, and by ultimately beginning to direct them in a way that's going to support us in creating the experiences that we actually want for ourselves. 
So if this has at all been helpful to you, then make sure that you subscribe either on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud. Follow me, leave your comments, share this episode with somebody else that you think it might be helpful for. And remember, Real Matters of the Heart is a place for us to come and be while we're still becoming. So I want you guys to chime in, tweet me at Joy Hearts, J-O-I-H-E-A-R-T-S. Also, you can comment and send me DMs on Instagram, also at Joy Hearts. I want you all to join in on the conversation. This is not just about me. I'm facilitating it because this is my podcast, but I want to hear from you all. I want to journey with you all. I want to support you. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, either about the podcast or just about life in general, I want to be a resource for you. So definitely reach out to me. You can email me, hello at joyhearts.com. I would love, love, love to hear from all of you. And um, I believe that's it. So remember, emotions are not demotions. You are allowed to feel what you feel. Your feelings are valid regardless of what anybody else says or thinks or does. And own those feelings. That's the only way you're going to be in control of your life. So until next time, peace.